205 Live, Blake Long. We in the building, going into the cruiserweight, uh, what is this, qualifying or is it for the tournament? One of the other, but we met with Drake Maverick, and he's given us the rundown for the show, of course, and we're going to have the premier athlete, Tony Nese, taking on Kalisto. I'm personally looking forward to that match because I really like how, uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Kalisto will surprise you. He'll go into the match and you'll think he's the underdog, but he'll be able to show you some of the most amazing in-ring athleticism you've ever seen. Shades of Rey Mysterio. It's a dream match of mine I want to see one day, but it's going to be great to see him go against the premier athlete, Tony Nese, who hasn't uh, had the, most, I don't want to say the greatest, because he's had a great, you know, tenure with 205 Live, but he's now getting the spotlight put on him. He aligned himself with the Cruiserweight Champion, so it's a good look for him. And he's going against Kalisto after the big win on Noam Dar. I, mean, I guess that kind of blows off their rivalry because now officially Tony needs to, I guess he's up. He got that victory. And maybe we'll see Noam Dar on the tournament. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out next match. But for right now, Tony needs versus Kalisto. It's going to be a good one. So it's speed versus power with those two. And in the next match, we're going to have Drew Gulak taking on the Brian Kendrick. Now, I've liked Drew Gulak since he uh, was riding the train. You know, he pulled in on the train. But I was I liked him then, the PowerPoint presentations. He's comical. He has a, the, the politician's feel. And I, to have that on modern-day WWE TV, I think that's just awesome. And he, he, he really owns that, and that's, that's really cool. So, and we all know he's a submission specialist. I remember him back in the classic. I think he came out in like a kimono or a gi or something like that but it doesn't matter because you could just tell that he was very serious and when we saw him in the ring we saw exactly how intense he was and he's going up against everybody knows a cruiserweight legend in the brian kendrick we know these guys were paired up for a while and uh drew gulag said that brian kendrick didn't have it well, he lost his killer's instinct lost his edge since We've seen him working alongside Tazawa, who came really, really close to winning the Cruiserweight Championship. And off of uh, Buddy Murphy back at the last show. And now we're seeing how he's going to be able to fare against his uh, uh, former partner. But uh, we know that the one thing that's eluded Brian Kendrick is a match at WrestleMania. So we know that's just going to be that much more fuel to the fire. So we're going to get into it. And... Uh, I'm, I'm excited, so let's get on into 205 Live. Anyway, uh, Tony Nisa and Kalisto went at it and had an awesome match. This The beginning story was uh, Kalisto trying to match power with Tony Nisa along with the speed. Tony had a lot of the... He, he kind of had his number with that crazy heavy spots back body drop over the still steps a lot of flippies but they were done in the right spots and this is the show for it so it was a really really well put together match between the both of them tony nice was able to hit a huge german suplex holding on the kalisto's legs and uh did it into the corner we saw a 450 out of kalisto these are just big and it was after tony nice missed his these, these are awesome spots and moments, but after that German suplex into the corner, the knees, Tony Nese had to take that victory. So, 
Good job to Kalisto. Excellent work to Tony Nice. I'm extremely proud of him. He really seems like he's coming into his own. And, you know, he's paired up with the best cruiserweight of all time. Uh, dare I even say, if these guys were to go at it, then they might have a just respectful bout. That's what, uh, you know, Nigel McGinnis said. But well, we know how the stories usually go. But either way, it was a really, really good match. I enjoyed it. So let's get on to the next one. We'll call it a tired SmackDown crowd, but the 205 crowd wasn't really feeling the Drew Gulak and Brian Kendrick match. In a part of it, some people call it Rest Hold City. I looked at a very technically sound match, part of me. It was these two that don't really do the air stuff. We got that. Maybe we could have flipped those around with Kalisto and... Tony Nese's match. And, but the match was really, really good if you were looking at the mat based specialty from both superstars. There was a couple of high impact spots. They really went to Drew Gulak. Brian Kendrick tried and did everything he could do, but they even had the captains hook him. But Drew Gulak, because he's so versed in the submission game, he was able to find a way out of those moves after one of the high arc and German suplexes you thought he was going for a bridge into the pin ref counts one and you see Drew Gulag saying forget that and he goes directly into another submission hold so that just said that the technique at the end of the day uh beat out the the veteran and and it's all right you know like that was it was awesome match take nothing away from Ryan Kendrick apparently Drew Gulag came into the match with the mindset to make Brian Kendrick tap out. Brian Kendrick's body gave out on him. He didn't tap out at all. Some would say it was a knockout in some tenses, but I think that uh, this really could start a story down the line. Like right now, Brian Kendrick isn't necessarily in the tournament anymore, but you know, after the tournament is done, maybe in some months we could come back to this, and or maybe it'll just be a random thing. That continues to come about, but Drew Gulak never is able to tap Brian Kendrick out. I don't know. That's just a small thing that, you know, was hinted at in the match. So I think it would be a cool idea. But all in all, Drew Gulak takes the victory, and he's one step closer to WrestleMania. Okay, so next week, we've got Umberto Carrillo taking on Oni Lorcan of NXT in the Cruiserweight Championship, number one contender tournament. So it's uh, that's going to be a good one. I don't really... Uh, know of Oni Lorcan. I've heard the name once or twice, but I've never seen him in the ring, so it's going to be real cool to see him take on, you know, the upstart in 205 of Umberto Carrillo. Because, you know, we, we know Carrillo's, you know, he's good. He's got it, you know. And he, you know, of course, still needs polishing, but this is going to be a definite uh, space to showcase what he's been practicing with. You caught Umberto backstage with uh, Gentleman Jack before the match with Drew Gulak and Brian Kendrick, and you know, uh, Gentleman Jack was giving him some pointers and uh, helping him out with where he don't didn't need to necessarily do a couple, do a high spot or two. But it was uh, it was comical. You know, we see Umberto playing along for now, so we're gonna continue to see how that story develops. And uh, well, uh, I believe there's another match that's coming up. Okay, and there's gonna be Akira Tozawa taking on Cedric Alexander next week also uh, in the tournament. So it's it's gonna be a good one. We know Tozawa just had a great showing, like we said earlier, at the uh, last pay-per-view. What was that? It wasn't the Rumble. 
it was a elimination chamber. And going up against Shaq, coming off a big victory last week against Mike Kanellis, uh, who we also saw backstage, she, him and uh, Maria. Next week, Mike is going to have a match on 205 just because he had such a good showing against Cedric last week. I hope they don't think that it's a part of the tournament, but we'll see how the storyline dictates that. Either way, Cedric, you know, had a good he had a good uh, match with Mike Canellis last week. Had a uh, had a cool 2019 so far, and we're gonna see him go up against Fizawa, which is gonna be a heavy hitting affair. You know, uh, we know that uh, uh, both of these guys aren't as flippant, but at the same time, you know, they can deliver a highly entertaining match, especially with. Uh, the mat-based technique they both have down. So we'll see how it all goes. I don't have a pony in the race. I'm just really interested to see who's going to be able to take on Buddy Murphy at Mania. So with that, shout out to everybody that brings you the podcast. Y'all know me. I'm here uh, enjoying the product. And as the new era continues to roll on on the road to WrestleMania, I'm just uh, going to call out every uh, new shift in the product that I noticed because this is indeed awesome. So, and one of the best times of the year. So, with all of that, I'll catch you guys next week. This one was fun. It's been an awesome week in WWE as far as, like, big news stories and stuff like that has uh, been concerned. Real close to Fastlane, the last stop, and whew. Man, like I said, I can't wait. I sit here and talk about this all day. But I will catch you guys next time. Peace.